third and final hour here on the Sports Blast ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. We've got five questions with Dave Pollard coming up at 120. Um, let's take a break from the Sox. Let's get back into uh, a little basketball talk here. Mark, you had a point that you wanted to make on uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers who uh, just fired their uh, GM this week, David Griffin, yeah. and brought in Chauncey Billups what to run the show. There? I thought it was pretty eye-opening to see that happen. I, I think the, the GM position... It is what it is, and the coaching as well, especially with a, a team like LeBron on there. Well, LeBron forced him out, right? Doesn't it go but, to no, show LeBron, you how much no, he LeBron controls was pissed. it? Le- LeBron, LeBron was, pissed. was angry, and this is what's going to come into play, guys. So the Celtics have all these assets, right? And, and they're gathering these players, the, these trades. I think the underlying point that we're missing here is the Cleveland Cavaliers may be in for a rude awakening in about two years. The reason why I say that, LeBron's talking about joining L.A., right? Yeah, his, uh, if he leaves Cleveland his, again, that would be hilarious. His wife hates Cleveland. She she wants to move to L.A. permanently. Who can blame her? Now, I'm not saying that has a factor, but what I'm saying is now the domino effect starts. Okay? So Chauncey Billups is best friends with Tyron Lue, right? So Chauncey Billups will become the GM there. It's a matter if LeBron James leaves L.A., Kyrie Irving already leaves said Cleveland. that he's out. Right. Kyrie Irving already said that if LeBron's out, I'm out. That's so lame. Kevin Love, if LeBron's out, I'm out. I hate these players. Kev- but my point is, like, it's a great thing if you're the Celtics. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Sure. Because now you can challenge the Warriors in the finals because yeah. can you? LeBron's, yes. Can you challenge LeBron's, the Warriors? I don't know. <laughs> no, but you can, you will have virtually no competition in the East except for maybe the Wizards in Toronto. That's my point. And Whoopee! maybe Milwaukee. But well, I hate this league. But Whoa, <laughs> don't forget know, about know, the Timberwolves, I, I know guys. that's not like your overall West, point, but I, I just can't stand what the how the league is run. It, it, it is what it is, though, right? Cause oh, it's it, all run it, by the players. It is. It is. But um, if they get Hayward and then they, they get George, that's what I mean by the Celtics going being competitive against the Warriors and not having to play LeBron James for the next five years. I don't even want that, though. I really don't. And this is just me personally. Like, I know it's great and it gives you an easy, clear path. I'd rather, you know, shoot for the moon this year and try and beat LeBron. I really would. That's oh, more, they're going to have to do it this year anyway. That's more entertaining to me. They'll have to do it this year. But what I'm saying is in future years, so say LeBron leaves for well, yeah. the Clippers or Lakers. This is why I'm really hoping they pull the trigger on Hayward and George this year, though. Because what's a run to the finals to lose to the Warriors if you don't have to go through at least Cleveland? What is that? Right. Yeah. What is that? It's, it's boring BS. to watch. Yeah. I can't stand this freaking league. And LeBron actually didn't have anything to do with the GM leaving? No. I figured I, he did. I didn't even read into it. I, I don't <laughs> think he did. A lot of people are saying what he said on Twitter was just because. Show. Yeah, just for show. But that well, makes I, sense. I, I think, no, it's, I, it's I think he believes it. No, I think he believes no, yeah, it. Yeah, I think he liked David Griffin. Are you sure? Yeah, I think he did because, I mean, he's known David Griffin his entire career, right? They went through ups and downs. But their he relationship. Left him, he came back. Their, their relationship has been close. So guys. why did they want to get rid of the GM here? In a three-year why? Game. I don't think Dan Gilbert liked him. Dan Gilbert hated it, and he did not want him to deserve that contract because he got LeBron James back. Now you win a finals, you make it to the finals. What in three consecutive years? Yeah, you fired the coach after one year, and you fired the GM the next. But like that is you weird. deserve the extension. You deserve an extension. Oh, yeah. But no, you, no that's what I mean. This is they, bizarre. They didn't Mark. fire him. They didn't fire him. They let him go with this contract. 
Okay, but they that's fi- kind of they the equivalent him, of like not renewing no. a contract. Like, I'm not saying, not well, saying they technically did, but I mean, we know he was forced out. That's being fired, right? But the fact that he had an extension in line and they didn't give it to him, right? When he definitely deserves that. I mean, you make it to the finals three years and then you win a championship. Well, that's on LeBron, not him. Yeah, well, now it is. It seems like now that organization, Dan Gilbert, saying you're nothing. LeBron is what does it. What does so, this team? But, but I don't think LeBron, LeBron, LeBron decides LeBron who comes a, and goes. A factor in this. Well, I really and that's, don't. that's why I, I, I feel like there has to be some sort of Le- thing going on with LeBron. LeBron wanted there. Kyle Korver. LeBron wanted Deron Williams. When, when in history have we ever seen a team make it to the championship three straight years, following one championship run, you fire your head coach. Then following the next championship run, you fire your GM? This is probably a first. What the hell is that? (laughs) What is going on there? I mean, the the only other bizarre case of something similar to this would probably be George Carl. The year he won Coach of the Year got fired. Well, look, it it just (laughs) creates this culture, and they have to watch out for this in Cleveland. They've got to watch out for this. It's creating this culture of nobody here is safe except for LeBron. Well, if Dan Gilbert, not even LeBron. Hold on, if Dan Gilbert, <laughs> well, no, because LeBron's going to make his own choices. Oh, if he wants enough. to stay in Cleveland, <laughs> fine. But if he wants to leave, that whole organization's going to crumble, fall apart, and it'll happen faster than we've ever seen. Oh uh, uh, well, it, but I mean, if, it crumbled if, and fell apart when he left the first time. But Imagine, at least they had not, top uh, draft picks. Well, yeah. Well, that's because they were so bad. But if, True. <laughs> if, if Dan Gilbert leaves, then I'll believe that LeBron's running the show here. I mean, you get rid of the owner. I mean, the owner has. Well, a, how do you do that? Yeah, the you owner. You can't get rid of the owner. You get, no, he gets Le- voted LeBron out. buys it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? LeBron, LeBron buys just buys the and team. And then he leaves. Own endorsements, yeah. <laughs> and then says, peace, I'm going to LA. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to own the Cavaliers and play for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. LeBron, I can see doing that. <laughs> I can, but. I just think it's it is kind of like entertaining to even think of, you know, when when you had this amount of success and then the downfall is just based on one guy. Oh, right. it could happen uh, so rapidly in that league, right? Oh, it's so terrible. To, I can't stand how the league operates this way. Like, but you, damn, I just want to I just want to be able to go into a season and say we have a shot at a championship, and without having to definitively say. That we are either going to win or lose just based on looking on a sheet of paper with a roster in front of me. That's stupid. It's a waste of time. I I can't stand this league anymore. Like, well, actually, imagine no, no, if no, no, this no. happened in like it's the NHL, stand- where like Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby were like, you know uh, what, we're joining together. Look, I'm already no, nervous about Pitts. I'm I'm already <laughs> nervous about Pittsburgh having won two Stanley Cups in a row. Yeah. Because there's parity in the NHL. At least this year, even though they won twice in a row, it was the former Stanley Cup champions against the 16 seed yeah, in the playoffs. I mean, the NHL is the second most um, different teams have won since like the 1980s. I think. It yeah, is. baseball's well, first. I don't know. I don't know if it's a matter of hating the NBA because when I look at every team in the NBA, I I only think of like LeBron running the show for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I can't think of another team that has another player running the show. So I think it's just the Cleveland Cavaliers. But, Mark, that's why it's even worse, because there's only one team or two teams that have that happening, and they run the league. But but my point is um, college basketball is what's hurting the NBA. 
the the one and done situation with Calipari. Sure. Well, that, that, oh, yeah. that institution that. that we, we talked about. There. Yeah, we talked about well, that yeah. last show. They they just need to uh, institute the rule. You have to stay two years. Mark. I mean, most most schools besides Kentucky, Duke. So um, the only reason why I say that, Dave. Yeah. And I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. The reason why I say that is in hockey, right? Yeah. These, these players are coming from Canadian leagues. They're playing in other leagues. They're playing where in they're legitimate de- development leagues. And where did, when do they start those leagues? They start them at uh, 16, 17, 17, 18. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So my point is, I think the development of basketball is going to play a factor in many years if they adjust what they have going right now. And the reason why I said baseball, baseball has a minor league system. We talked yeah. about this right. on the way up. Yep. If the NBA has a way to get development going through the process. Right. Yeah. Mark, you weren't here this last is, show. This, this is, is what literally we talked what about we the talked last about. show. Yeah. I kept saying the D-League is not a pipeline. It's a wastebasket waste for, for players that didn't have it. enough talent to make it. But they got the G-League now because now the G-League is actually putting more money into that league. As they should. And giving more but benefits the thing is, Mark, to the players. The other issue is that the uh, the list of good coaches in the league runs about three names deep. Yeah. Right. And, and and another thing that we talked about last week is not just have a minor league system, but make it tiered. Have a single A, double A, triple A, so that within the minor league system you could still move up the ranks and have a less watered-down product that way. Or well, I, don't, I don't think you need that or many. Or do as you mentioned, Mark, and have players stay at college longer because at least in college the teams are all on an even playing field and the coaches actually give a crap i think the age requirement should be 21 years old because if you're looking at it so i i even talked about this like you know just just in general in regards to the younger guys coming in at 18 and 19 years old the amount of responsibilities that these guys have it's beyond basketball it's trying to manage their money their finances you know trying to afford the family so i also think that plays a factor because then they're looking at the next contract where, where as if they wait until, you know, two, three years where they, you know, get some knowledge on how to, you know, finance and also live a life in general through college, then they had those couple of years to really perform in the NBA. Yep. You look at a lot of players, they don't develop immediately. Like right. Steph Curry was in the league for four or five years before he became the real Steph Curry. Yep. And Steph Curry, you know, went to Davidson. He stayed there for a while. So sometimes... The growth spurt from a talent standpoint right. doesn't hit until two or three years into the NBA. So that's wasted, wasted time. Just think about the pipeline thing again, Mark. It's it's just because you don't have a development process that allows these players to hone their skills for an extended period of time. Think of how hockey works when it comes to not just players but coaches. When when Claude Julian got fired. The Providence Bruins head head coach Bruce Cassidy came up because they preached the same system and they were working with these younger players that are coming up the pipeline in order to contribute at the NHL level. It wasn't just we drafted some guys that aren't going to make it, so let's throw them in this league to waste away for the rest of their career. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, there is point. not enough good coaching in the NBA to help develop these young players so that the talent is more spread out across the league. If you had a solid development system, you might be able to see some teams come out of nowhere and with good coaching, be able to perform or play a strategic enough game to be able to beat teams with better talent. And I know we've said, the NBA is not going to change their game until it hurts them in their wallets. Well, guess what we just found out? Nashish, you mentioned it in passing earlier, that 
the salary cap has decreased yep. from 101 million to now 99 million. Yep. That is a tangible difference in your salary cap. And why did that happen? Because they had to watch the finals. They had to shell back yep. $75 million to TV because they didn't have enough games yep. in the postseason. Because going into the finals, mm-hmm. Cleveland and the Warriors were a combined what? They, they were 16 12, and 0 were the Warriors and, and yeah. 16 tw- exactly okay so 24 and 1 yeah. were the Warriors and the and the Cavs going into the finals and then the finals took 5 games they didn't get their most lucrative games which would have been game 6 and game 7, seven of the finals yeah. they had to shell back 75 million just for the finals in TV money. But that, that's why you're seeing now the G League, where Gatorade's getting involved, helping out players, trying to give them more revenue so that there becomes more parity in the NBA. Right. So more competition, so more money goes up. It's the product of, of what's on the court, guys. Right. Well, let's hope that that's the direction they go in instead of trying to fix games. And honestly, yeah. one of the main problems with the NBA is that they instituted a soft cap. They don't have a hard cap like the NFL, no. where you can't cross this threshold. You can with all the... Freaking exceptions taxes. in the NBA. Yep. It's just about the luxury tax, but you can pass. You can yeah, pass you that can pass the threshold. threshold. Yeah. And then you're just taxed on whatever the luxury tax is once you blow past that. If they make it a hard cap where you can't exceed that, then guys are going to be like, well, I can't go there. Because yep. if I go there, I'm not going to make as much as I can. Then that slowly also fixes the parity problem yeah. because guys will start going other places right. to right. ensure they're making top and, dollar. And going back to Dave's point on uh, NBA college, I mean, NBA coaches. I think a lot of NBA coaches are hurting because former players become coaches right away. Tyron Lue, Steve Kerr, he's not really a coach. I mean, you're kind of looking at all these. I mean, he coached, what, like one or two games this entire postseason? Jason Kidd. Yeah, Jason Kidd. But my whole point is the best. He he tries to get timeouts by spilling water on the floor. Hit me. the (laughs) The best basketball coaches come from the college game. I agree. Billy Donovan, OKC, right? Uh, Brad Stevens, um, you know Boston Celtics. I I can go on. Where did Popovich on. come from? Uh, he he came He's been up on the, the Spurs for like a million years. Yeah. He was back there with David Robinson. But I mean, if he, he, did he come from like a that's European? An I think, no, I, think, that's I, might, I don't know. He might have been an assistant. Look, that's but, he, that's but the he's only exception. He's also a great basketball mind, and right. this is why again I am rooting for the Celtics to succeed in a way that sort of shows the rest of the league that hey, you can actually go with the strategy of developing players on your roster to create a deep roster a that can coach. beat teams with a few super talented players. Yeah. That is what I hope the NBA is striving for in the future. And it's not, again, you mentioned the salary cap. That's great, but it's not enough. Right. Yes, that will make it so that the super talent in the league sort of spreads out a little bit, but that's not all you need in this league. You need to have a complete overhaul with regards to your young talent, and you need to create a way for those talented young players to develop and become better basketball players. When people talk about hating the NBA, I love the sport. I love basketball. I just like the sport. But the league has ruined it for me. I can't watch a regular season game Because I already know it doesn't mean anything. That's nonsense. This league needs to have a development system where you can count on having teams that are not just 
five players deep and then a crap bench and then your D-League. You need to have players pushing each other to create less roster space for each other. You want guys from the D-League coming up, contributing from the bench, and pushing bench players to get better. Yeah. You want all these guys working for their minutes, and it doesn't happen. It, it you, I mean, I would love to see the NBA someday be a league where you look at a team and go, they're 12 players deep. It won't be for a while. But, but Dave, I, I don't agree with Stephen A. Smith a lot, but I was watching First Take um, last weekend, and he brought up a great point in his final take, and I totally, totally agree with it. He, he said the NBA is, is becoming, you know, just guys wanting their next contract. The, the passion of, of the sport is l no longer there. Yes. A and if you give guys less money, I mean, the average American makes what, like forty to $50,000, maybe less I Somewhere mean, per in there. year? I mean, uh, not if you include the, uh, the top 1%. But, but my, yeah. my whole point is these guys are getting 20 to $30 million. What's the incentive for them to go out and play with their heart and soul if they're making this kind of money? And, and so if you bring down the salaries and kind of like, you know, put coaching at another level yeah. where you bring guys from, you know, John Calipari, uh, Tom Crean, um, the coach for Wichita State, all these guys deserve a shot at the NBA yeah. because they're phenomenal coaches. And then once they get those coaches and they, they uh, you know, make it oriented around their players, their schemes – that's when you'll see the NBA start growing. I agree because that's you when you'll teachers, start focusing on students. young talent. That's that's exactly what the league needs is to focus on the young talent to create a bigger pool of talented players. Exactly. Yes, you need that salary cap to help spread the super talented, the top talents in the league, but you need to raise that floor of talent closer to the ceiling exponentially that's what this league needs or there will never be parity mm -hmm. I, and this is why again i'm rooting for the celtics in a way to just sort of create this roster where you look at the starting five you say awesome and then you look at the bench and you go pretty awesome also i'm looking for teams to become these deeper teams than just a starting five or a big three and how do you do it player Development. Exactly. You do it. Player development, it, it, it has to be the number one thing in the NBA going forward. All right, quick break here on the Sports Blast. When we come back, we'll have five questions with Dave Pollard. Don't go anywhere. ESPN New Hampshire. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief, but the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Pop quiz. What's the most important part of a ship? Don't answer. It's the crow's nest. Know why? Complete visibility. I can see what's on the horizon and my crew pulling the ship together on the deck below. That's how I run this ship. And that's why we use Granger. Granger helps us keep a clear eye on our inventory. Saving us time, saving us money, and helping keep everything ship shape. It's always smooth sailing with Granger. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You may be hearing about people having trouble making mortgage payments and risking losing their homes. Many of them just aren't aware of the options that can prevent foreclosure. There are many options available to homeowners, such as repayment and forbearance plans, loan modifications, and even refinancing. Where does someone go for help? 
They should talk directly with their lender or a qualified HUD-approved counseling agency. Both can provide helpful information without charging a fee. According to PMI Mortgage Insurance Company, it's not a good idea to pay for services that you can get for free from a lender or a qualified nonprofit counseling agency. To learn more, visit HomeSafePMI.com or call HUD at 1-800-569-4287 for a counseling agency near you. That's 1-800-569-4287. This message is brought to you by PMI, supporting sustainable home ownership that strengthens communities. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. Big Poppy was honored at Fenway Park last night as his number 34 became the 10th number to be retired in Red Sox history. Following the ceremony, the Red Sox played a game against the L.A. Angels. Sandy Leone had three hits, including a home run. He drove in four. Rick Porcello pitched into the seventh, and the Sox walked away with a 9-4 victory. Sox are back at it tonight. David Price on the hill looking for his third win. First pitch from Fenway Park is at 7-15. The Bruins were in the news this week. On Wednesday, Colin Miller was selected by Las Vegas in the league's expansion draft. That same night, Patrice Bergeron was awarded his fourth Selkie Award. The NHL draft was last night, and with the 18th pick, the Bruins selected Finnish defenseman Jorho Vakaninen. The Boston Celtics used the number three pick in the NBA draft on Thursday night to select Duke forward Jason Tatum. Rumors have been circulating since before the draft about a potential trade. Most recent reports speculating that the Celtics and Indiana Pacers may have a deal in place that would send Paul George to the seas, but that would depend first on signing Gordon Hayward. Free agency in the NBA begins on July 1st. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's time for five questions. Five is right up. Man, let me ask you something. I got a question. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. You don't have to answer the question. I'll answer the question. 900 AM Nashua. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. Calm down. 1250 AM Manchester. What did you say? At ESPNNHradio.com. Thank you for all your cooperation.
All right, back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. It is time for five questions with Dave, and I believe we've got a very special buzzer for this edition of Five Questions, given uh, what happened last night at Fenway. What happened? Yeah, yeah, we do. Wait, something happened. Something was happened some, at Fenway. Was yeah, it was stuff. a little ceremony <laughs> for someone. So go ahead some and uh, take it away with five questions here, Dave. All right, question number one, Brian. I call that bullshit. Of course, David Ortiz. All it's gonna time. be it's gonna be a series of different ones, right? Yep. Yes, we have a couple of uh, all timers from David Ortiz that will use the buzzers for this week's five questions. Uh, guys, first question: What is your all-time favorite poppy moment? Huh. Cool. Wow. There, I mean, there's a lot. a lot. There's a few. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, in terms of on the field, I mean, because we all know what the off the field one, or, or rather, like Pick whatever the you game, want. It's the speech. You know, this is our bleeping city. That's mine. But in terms of his heroics, I'd have to say Game 4 of the 4 ALCS, when in extras he hit that walk-off home run. Oh, and yes. then Game 5, just the very next game, 24 hours later, hits a walk-off bloop single to center field. Bernie Williams can't get to it, and I think Johnny Damon scored the game-winning run there. Uh, those great definitely play come by to mind. Right uh, like that's a great in my memory forever. Yeah. And then Game 2, 2013 ALCS, the Grand Slam. Ah, come on. We said man. pick one all pick time. One. Oh, moment. Okay, you know what? If I'm going to pick one, it's got to be the 04 Game 4 ALCS. All right. <laughs> Brian, go ahead. Yeah, I'm go ahead. Here he took mine. It's the yeah, Grand pick Slam. Pick one. She says five. It, it, it's the Grand Slam against the Tigers. That was awesome. It was It was amazing because... I felt like the, the Red Sox were just down in the water. And they would have gone dumps. down 0-2 in that series. Exactly. Oh, do you remember the image uh, on all of the papers the next oh, day? Oh, yeah, the security yeah. guy. The security oh, guy. the cop. The cop. The yeah, cop was, had, yeah, his arms, had his arms in the air. Yeah. That cop is more famous than David who, Ortiz. Tori <laughs> Hunter. Tori Hunter was in right field. His legs are His legs in the air. <laughs> yeah, no, as he fell over the bullpen <laughs> going after a home run that was too Gone. far to get to. <laughs> Gone. That was an... Uh, that's one of my favorite images in Boston sports history. Yeah. I, I go Perfect back, photo. go back a ways, a long time when he argued about that uh, RBI with the scorekeeper. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when he busted into yeah. Terry Francona's yeah. press oh, conference. Oh, yeah. like, you better give like, me that RBI. I'm flipping pissed. That was actually a bad look. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Had some good and, and, and again, I know I only was supposed to pick one, but I got to go back to it. The 2013 World Series in the dugout when he rallied the troops yeah. in the dugout, and he was like, "Guys, come on, that was really get your heads cool. in the game." I, I was, I was at, whatever the hell he said. <laughs> I was at this game. It was at uh, Camden Yards when, when he smashed the telephone. Oh, the with, oh my with the god! Bat. That was when like, him and Kevin Gregg got into a fight. That was fun. <laughs> okay, let's just list every. He really had, he had some good ones. We're gonna hear another one right here, Brian. Question number two. Well, I might run out of money. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that, Poppy. <laughs> yeah. But that was, I think, when he wanted a uh, contract extension. <laughs> Better start saving up. Well, I might run out of money. Oh, yeah. No, no, that, that was because of uh, the fines. Oh, right, right, right. You're right about that. For pe- for stepping out of the box. Yes, yep. yes. Yep. And he said, "I'm that gonna." A couple years ago, like I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah, I'll uh, spit on my gloves. I yeah. don't care. Yeah, yeah. He said something like, "If you're concerned about speeding up the, the game, the have the pitchers." Pitch. Yeah, have the pitchers not like shake off the, every other. Yeah, pitch. there's more of that. Don't uh, don't have David or David Price <laughs> on the mound. <laughs> All right, guys. Question number two: uh, Where does Ortiz ultimately rank in the all-time greatest? Boston sports figures slash Red Sox figures. In terms of Red Boston Sox. sports figures, he's definitely in the top five. I mean, it's. I mean, when you're talking about Ted Williams, Tom Brady, Bill Russell, Bobby Orr, can Larry I say Bird, something real quick to, that's going to sound blasphemous? What? Screw Ted Williams. Whoa! Because we got big 
Poppy. Greatest left-handed hitter in the history of the game. Great, wonderful. What did he win? Zero World Series? Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> great hitter. You I know forgot. why? I forgot. He had he to go to war for zero, your country. Two World different wars. Two series. different wars for your country. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying screw Ted Williams the person. I'm saying if you're no, putting I'm just him, saying if you're putting him he, he on a list won. ahead of David Ortiz, he missed the prime years of his career, and this he was still one of the silly. greatest. He was what hitters. a twenty-time All-Star, or something. Excellent hitter, like excellent hitter. I'd have him in the uh, in the history of Boston sports figures. Top Poppy's two. above Ted Williams. No, I that's tough. Time I, will tell the tale, and you will see that you are wrong, sir. He's number two on my list. To who? I, I, no, no, no. I, I think I'm not a Patriots fan, but I think Tom Brady. Tom Brady's number one. Five Super Bowls. When it's all said and done, Brady's going to be number one. And then because Poppy's the thing with, two. And again, no disrespect to Bill Russell, but it was a different time back then. There were like five teams in the NBA. Like, so it's winning true. 11. So if you kind of Did like you watch account- that special on uh, ESPN, the oh, 60 for 60? The Bird versus Magic. 30 for 30, whatever it is. The 60 yeah. for 60. <laughs> yeah. 60 for 60. Well, it felt it that was, like it was. was yeah, it was a double 30 for 30. Guess no, what? it wasn't even a double. There were five parts yeah, to the thing. five, yeah. <laughs> and I each one the was a, 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 the first. Uh, no, there's three parts. The first one was two hours. The second one was an hour. The third yeah. one was two hours. Yeah. I enjoyed it did thoroughly. You? Yeah, I, didn't, I bet you I didn't did. Sleep at all? Like, <laughs> hey, you know what's you know what's great thing. about Larry Bird? What he won championships. Yeah. Oh, okay. Great time, NBA champion. Splendid splinter. No, look again. I I just don't, I have a hard time saying like agreeing with you when you say screw Ted Williams. I mean, I look at the number nine for this list. Screw Ted Williams. That is the most blasphemous thing I think I might have He's ever not heard. ahead of Ortiz anymore, he's, he's people. Probably like I think he gets muted for that. Is that right? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> he's you guys are going like, to have a tough time without me. So, so that's in terms of, yeah, so in terms of your uh, our answer for you, I'd say David Ortiz is definitely in the top five for Boston athletes. Top yes. three. And he's, then, he's honestly, I have I have him right where Mark has him. Brady's one, yeah. Ortiz is two. Yep. If, if then, it's not Ortiz, it's Larry Bird. I don't know who's three. And then three. Bill Russell, Bobby Orr. I don't know who's three. After that, it could be Bobby Orr, know, actually, now that I think about it before yeah. OTs do. But or won championships. There's an obsession with old time Red Sox teams and old time Red Sox players that never won anything. We don't need to be obsessed with those teams anymore. I think, I think, I think Ted Garnett Williams is, is a whole different animal, though. Ted Williams was a great player. It, he was. Who never won championships. That doesn't matter. David no, Ortiz. do matter. David though. Ortiz not do only not only won. Of course they do. What do you mean do they? Of course they do. In terms of legacy. If you put Bill Russell not up there, you know. I Dude, said Bill Russell's they? in the top five. And also it was a different league though? back then. I don't think he's If top you account five. for the time difference, Bill if you account for the growth in the Bill NBA, eleven rings Ryan, back then. Eleven rings back then is like four now. When you're talking about the the pantheon of players in Boston sports history, yeah, you should list players that have won championships. It, At it, this point, and I know it never used to be this way, but we've grown up in an era where we are winning championships left and right. We're going to be selecting, of all time, our greatest sports figures. We're going to be selecting a lot from this era, and we're going to be forgetting a lot more about the teams of the past, especially the Red Sox teams that never won a damn thing. Ted Williams, great player, great hitter, one of the best hitters of all time in terms of Boston sports you figures. Don't think he's top David five? Ortiz you don't think is he's top high. Five? Not anymore. All right. He's not top five in Boston sports Whatever figures. You say. Guys, don't we for- just listed. Don't five. forget, we're forgetting one more in the top three. Who is it? It's Brady, Ortiz, and Belichick. No, sure. we're talking about players, though. Sure. We're talking about players. We're talking figures. We're talking well, figures. Red Auerbach has to be in the Why is Red not in that conversation? He could be, I guess. Red's in top five. I'll tell you what. I put Belichick and Auerbach above Ted Williams. 
<laughs> then why don't we put Theo Epstein in the, in hey, the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, you you right. will be able to <laughs> at the end of his career. <laughs> Terry Francona. <laughs> all right, Brian, question number three. How about the pitchers that go around the mound and do all the bullshit? <laughs> Before I get myself into more trouble about Ted Williams, uh, we're going to switch gears here. So uh, since we were last on the air, the Celtics traded down, selected Jason Tatum third overall. They did. So in relation to that, are you starting to worry at all about other teams that are starting to develop? Sort of like how you are. You've got a bit of a Ooh. head start. Like the Timberwolves or no, the 76ers. The Actually, no. Are you worried about the Timberwolves or the 76ers, who no. are two teams that are starting to gather assets They're and gross. young players? I'll, I'll answer Will this. you worry about them down the road? Maybe like three years from now. I won't. I won't worry about the Timberwolves because I think they're the, in the West. The, yeah, and the Warriors <laughs> are just going to dominate. <laughs> right. um, the Sixers. It, it's really going to come down to Fultz. It, it's going to come down to if they can stay healthy too. It, yeah, it depends on if not. Not every year they lose a player. Sixers well, got a hell of a lot of assets too. But yeah. What, what but if of all picks, of them got hurt, a lot of picks but what that I'm you can trade for a superstar. Embiid's oh. arguably the best like low post guy in the NBA right now. Question. When, he, when he's healthy. Question. Do the Philadelphia is Philadelphia a destination for a superstar? Philly, no, Philly cheesesteak, man. Oh yeah, the Liberty Bell. Mm-hmm. Ben the, Franklin oh, lived there for a while. So delicious. Oh, Bell, but so Ben Franklin brilliant. also came from Boston. So. Rock, <laughs> Rock, okay, so Rocky answer, too. Are, are, you, are you done answering, Mark? <laughs> no, I was going to continue saying that like Fultz is the the guy. He he's the the factor here, right? Because Embiid, we see where he is. He's, when he's really healthy. good. Ben Simmons. When he's healthy. Ben Simmons. When he's healthy. Yeah, but stop saying when he's healthy. Because They're all he hurt. missed his entire rookie year, Mark. <laughs> They're going to be healthy this year. And beat him beat two beat years. Beat averages like 15 games a year. Well, I'm saying, all right, so. <laughs> what do you mean he's going to be when healthy? healthy. He's the next Greg Oden. <laughs> when healthy, the big three, which which would be Fultz, Embiid, and Simmons. Yeah. They have the potential. So they all have to play at the, the same time, right? They have the potential to be a top five team. How will they in play the all at the same time? You tell me that. We have to give them a few years. Five though. To 10 okay, years. fine. Here's the thing. I'm not worried about it because, first of all, the Timberwolves are in the West, and uh, you know I think it's going to take time for both teams to develop. I mean, they've got Andrew Wiggins that and Carl Anthony Towns, and now they've got Jimmy Butler yeah. there too with Ricky. They're going to go out to Kyle here's Lowry. The thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Even if they present a problem, I think the Celtics, if they make the right moves, will be the better team. Assuming they do what we hope that they will do, they'll never go face off against court. each other. No, they won't. I'm just saying, like, if somehow, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I'm, the I'm, Warriors yeah. are just exactly gonna be like, the nope. Warriors. Whoever's Sorry, there little the kids. But here's the not, thing: not even, if Steph Curry and even, KD no, get hurt. Even if they turn into a threat, at least it will not just be Cleveland and Golden State. At least it'll be some new teams. And I think, as NBA fans, we can all appreciate that. We we can, but that's what I was hoping so, for. So, <laughs> Dave, so, Dave, are you saying like, are the Celtics going to be better? No, I'm just are you, are you at all starting to worry about the developing not teams right like the 76ers? No, not at the ask, moment. No, ask, not at the moment. Ask me in five years. Yeah, yeah. not at the moment. Ask I'm really not worried years. about it. <laughs> Put that question on over five years, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Discuss yeah. again if we're worried about <laughs> If you're telling me now to ask you in five years, then you are starting to worry about them. Hey, question the, number four. A little bit. Why don't you throw the pitch? Throw the pitch and stay in the mouth. <laughs> don't move. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All righty, um, he's too good, guys. This is my last question. Honestly, it's four questions today because this has multiple parts. All right, <laughs> I have a fifth buzzer. Wait, yeah, I thought it was five. We can do buzzers in between this. Trust me, there's more than one question in this fourth question. Okay, and we'll go way over if we do more. Uh, <laughs> Fourth of July is coming up. Yes. 
It's actually two weeks from now, but the summer's pretty much here. Officially, right? The yep. 21st was summer. Yep. So, uh, here's some summer questions for you. Do you guys prefer... Prefer... Uh, prefer... <laughs> Can you say it? Prefer... <laughs> prefer... What do you prefer? <laughs> cornhole or can jam or another outdoor Ooh, game? That's a good oh, one. Cornhole's fun. Frisbee. I go, I go can jam. Frisbee. Well, Frisbee is can jam. You know what can jam is, right? You throw a Frisbee into a can, and your teammate tries to smack it down into the can for a point, or there's a little slit in the front of the can. You get if three you points. If you throw the Frisbee in... No, isn't it game over? No, I thought you get three points. Oh, well, it might be three. I like yeah, it three depends points, on what, ru- what kind Either of way, you're you're, playing, so you're trying to fend the frisbee from going in and never play that in my a, life. It's a fun game. Uh, do you have another outdoor game that you like other than cornhole? Ladder golf. Ladder golf is interesting. I've never played that either. It's a tough one. Horseshoes. That's all right. <laughs> oh wow! Ron doesn't like going outside. He doesn't like going outside. What about uh, cornhole? I like cornhole. Okay, yeah, yeah cornhole is no, fine. Can jam. Beer pong. Beer pong is a good one too. I'll count it. Red Rover. Um, <laughs> sli- slip and Stop slide. Answering. Are you five? S- slip and slide. Slip and slide. Yeah, you are never too old for a slip and slide. You're not. Yeah. They uh, actually drunk have slip and slide. You're, ne- yes. you're never too old to they end have- up to end up in a hospital due to a slip and slide. <laughs> it's like, sir, what happened? Well, I was on the slip and slide. We didn't check for rocks. <laughs> they have a bear game where you literally play flip cup, yeah. and then you have to slide down the slide, come, <laughs> come back, awesome. chug a beer. That's awesome. Oh, then run back, slide back. You know what I did see that I think is awesome what? was I saw a slip and slide. Baseball league. Yes. Ooh. Okay. So you you get a, I forget if it's like kickball or if you just if you play like wiffle ball, but you hit the ball and you slip and slide around the bases. <laughs> okay. So you have awesome. four slip and slides set up as a baseball diamond. That is awesome. And you slide to first base. You slide all the way to second base. It looks like a lot of fun, but again, you have, you have to, to check, check for rocks. rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That was the first one of, uh, see, this is why I knew it would take forever. Right. Hot dogs or burgers? Burgers. Oh, my God. Or Don't wings. ask me to choose. Burgers. Don't ask burgers. me to choose. Burgers all the way. You burgers. have to choose. Ribs. God. Ribs. Uh, hot dogs. What? Ribs. What is wrong with you? Barbecue what? ribs. I love burgers, too. I can't choose. I just said one. I don't know. No, hot che- dogs. Cheeseburgers. 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 Yeah. yeah. Yeah? Put yeah. a little wickles on that. I think we're actually no. all in agreement that burgers wickles? are the way to yeah. go. I don't know. It's I like a dogs. relish spread. No, Here's it's the like thing. a relish spread. Here's the thing. It's so good. Burgers, you need someone who knows what they're doing with the grill. Oh, obviously. Yeah. If you get a bad burger, it's bad. It's almost impossible to screw up a hot dog. Yeah, but uh, hot dogs, you can get you can get cancer more more likely because they have like this chemical inside a hot dog. Oh, not to Man. mention the concept right, of a I'm, hot dog. I'm switching to burgers. It's just then. jammed. Dinner. It's just yeah. pig intestine jammed into a plastic sack. Okay, okay, fine. I'm coming around now. Burgers. <laughs> I'll take a burger. <laughs> Give me a burger. I, that said, I do like me a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> I do too, but now you guys are kind of making me worry. Ketchup, mustard, relish <laughs> on all that. Just ketchup. I yeah. do ketchup, mustard, and pickles on my burgers. Do what you enjoy. I do ketchup, pickles, and wickles. Have you ever gotten uh, just gone to McDonald's to get the secret sauce and then grill your own burgers? No. No. Me neither. <laughs> oh. But I've thought of it. <laughs> okay. I ate Whataburger down south, and Whataburger is amazing. You know, Fuddruckers is so good. Have you ever had Fuddruckers? I've no. had Fuddruckers at Foxwoods, Ooh. which wasn't the best. But it, it was, was at 5 a.m. Two, yeah. two patties inside like a grilled cheese mm. with bacon, Chipe- chipotle mayo. Well, mm. anytime you get bacon, it's good. Well, yeah. chipotle mayo sort of puts I don't it over get. I don't get me a cheeseburger without some bacon on it. Yeah. yeah. Bacon cheeseburger is the way to go. It's good. Pool or beach? Pool. Beach. 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 I want that tan. You get a 
Oh, I, I, like I, like, I like me the pool, but there's nothing like the beach. No, the beach, yeah. you can go out, you can play beach football, you can go in the water if you want. Throw a frisbee yeah. around. Skip you rocks, if you're into that. Yeah, skip if you rocks, have your own personal pool, you can yeah. do all that, too. What's that? If you have your own personal pool, you can Where do Where are you going to play too. football? Sort of. In the backyard? Yeah, but you want to play beach football. Why? Because you get to dive in the water. Okay, you can do you that, make too. Cra no, you can make crazy diving catches in the ocean. That's nice sea breeze. You can do that in a pool, too. Yeah. Sort what of. if your neighborhood sucks? You get like. Yeah, well, then you move to a good neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, for a beach, you take. Yeah, the rest just of move to a good neighborhood. I just don't like the burning sand. You know what? It's, it's, a, it's a preference thing. It's I a don't preference thing. Like the, the burning uh, the, sand. The sharks are coming this way more this year. Than exactly. They yeah, them, you can't. You can, in the pool, you <laughs> can't get bit by a shark. No, but a snake can really. You know what I do want to do? I want to go to the about if a sharknado happens and then you don't. <laughs> then check we're all your, then you don't you know check your pool do? for a week or Take, two. Take get get a drone, go to the Cape, and fly it over and see if you can see some sharks. I think that's that's becoming a thing now. I'm people are shark sure spotting. That that's what like the professionals people, do. No, but yeah. people no, but people you, are you now doing that. They're shark spotting. What if you can get a drone for four hundred bucks? Bit by the shark. You don't put it in the water, Brian. You, you fly it over. Happen. Flying around. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Again, unless we have I'm the not even kidding. Right. People, exactly. people are becoming well, shark uh, spotters. Like a breach? People are becoming <laughs> shark spotters. They put their drone over the water and they look for great whites. Yeah. I can't wait for Shark Week. Yeah. Oh, I oh shark Michael week. Phelps is uh, racing a shark. Oh, I cannot wait. Really? I love Shark what? Week. Yeah. He's going to race a shark. Has, uh, How are they going to uh, get the shark to race the course that he's racing? It's a great white. I think it's So what? It's just going to race? So it's going to have... I don't know. Put a severed leg at the end of one. No, so Phelps is going to be bleeding. No, no, it's a different. It's not uh, the same tank. Uh, I think no, it's yeah. two different tanks. No, they'll be in two. That made yeah. sense to me initially, but <laughs> but like, how are you gonna get the shot to, to me? For some I don't know. <laughs> oh, but eventually, it's gonna be them side yeah, by side. Racing, a, you know? Michael Phelps for his next great feat is going to jump into Jaws. a shank, a tank full of great Go white sharks, and then proceed to race them. He's going to go toe to toe with Jaws. Stay tuned. It's his greatest <laughs> opponent of all time. And he was in the Olympics. Oh, that's too good. Someone else is on the top of the food chain. <laughs> all right. You got that question there. <laughs> F SPF 50 or tanning oil? SPF 50. SPF 50. SPF 100. I, 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 burn like, <laughs> I burn like an Irishman. I try, I I try to one. interchange uh, it, honestly. I'm half Irish, half Italian, so I do tan. But yeah. uh, you got to go SPF 50 one day and then tanning oil Actually, the next. Actually, no, no sunscreen. No oil and no, sc no I've sunscreen. Dangerous. I've done that before, and it I've is, done it. It is fun, dangerous. Mark. That's not fun. But you get that tip of my nose. The tip of my nose always seems to burn the most. Yeah. You burn? It's sticking out I do there burn. I know. It's surprising. Brown people burn. It's interesting. I never thought that was a thing either. Yeah. But it is possible. I've burned. Nice. Yeah, I had a feeling that the sun, the sun still I'm, impacts no, no, the skin. No, it, just, it just it gets <laughs> flaky, and uh, now it's gross. I don't want to talk about that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just curious. All right, favorite summer movie, guys. Do you have one? Favorite, favorite su summer Upcoming movie. or just like no, to no, watch? Just like a, a movie that is revolved around summer. The Little Rascals. Is that a summer movie? Yeah, sort of. Kind of. Huh? There's the pool scene. Um, yeah. I, I would say uh, Into the Blue. I kind of like a good one. Jessica, Jessica Alba, Alba, Paul yeah, Walker. Yeah, okay. Just because it's that feeling that of just jumping wow. into blue. water. 
Uh, Deep Blue Sea. Deep that was a horrible sea. movie. <laughs> the Samuel what Jackson is, scene. What is really a, a summer fun movie? Summer movie. Uh, you know, like uh, like a wet, hot American summer or American Wedding Pie Crashers. Two was a summer movie. Wedding Crashers is a good summer movie. That's so, what a spring yeah, movie, though. I mean, it, it, the summer has to do with certain the movies. Sandlot. You know, like Sandlot. Sandlot's I was thinking of, a yeah. good one. Yeah, Sandlot's Major cool. League. Yeah. Yeah. I saw everything. Baseball. The Re- Natural. <laughs> Recess Two. School's <laughs> Out. <laughs> I saw that in theaters. You know, you saw that in theaters. I saw it in theaters too. I did not see that. Theaters, well, they, have to, they have to save the planet, right? Because these people are going to like take the moon or we something. We ran out of bed, guys. Oh my God. Uh, we keep doing All right, this. let's wrap it up. Uh, right. Beer or drink of choice in the heat? Margarita. Beer. A beer. I'm going to go with uh, Sam Summer. Margarita. Margarita? Margarita. What yeah. just happened there with <laughs> oh, the bed? <laughs> the bed what changes. Were you playing? Yeah, with the instrument. You know, there was a lot of weird stuff happening yeah, at the yeah, station today. I have no idea. I'm sorry. So both of you say Margs. Uh, they said Margs. I said uh, Sam I Summer. I said beer. I like Sam I, Summer. No yeah, who said beer? margarita? Right, yeah, I so, didn't say so that. So both of you would choose Sam Summer in the summertime. Yeah, I would not choose. Not fair Sam to say. Are we talking beer? I'm or are we talking moon. like anything? Go ahead and do both. What's your favorite summer beer? Summer beer. Uh, ooh, that's that's a tough one. Shock top. I like great, a great choice actually. I like really shock top, but I, I also like Patron margaritas in the sun. So margaritas are would be my mixed drink of choice. Yeah. And then, oh, we get a mixed drink as well. Yeah, then uh, yeah. we'll go. Yeah, Sam Summer and a margarita. I there do you like go. Sam Summer, Done. but not as much as Cold Snap. Ooh, oh, Cold, Cold Snap's good, but that's not a that's not a no, summer beer. They don't even no, have that's, it. That's it's a, a winter beer or spring beer. What about Lion Coos? All right, we need to go to break. Like legit, go to break. A Corona light in the hot summer heat is. I'm not a Corona fan. I like put a lime in there. It's awesome. Oh man, I know it. It tastes a little too. What? what? Not good for me. <laughs> <laughs> We're all waiting. I don't know how to describe We're it. We're waiting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The <laughs> listeners didn't see your hands. To me, the Coronas are all good. You know, they're, they're pretty I'm good. not a Corona. And man. the margaritas. Coronas always find their beach. Can, I, right, just say, can I just questions. say, before we go to break, we really need to stop running out of the bed. That's like four straight shows this has happened. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Get over it. The breaks aren't right. The beds aren't right. Nothing's right today. No. So let's just roll with it. We got the blast off coming up next. We'll talk about some... Crap. Some other stuff. I don't know. We'll come up. We'll come up with some uh, stuff to talk. Who about cares? <laughs> it's like two minutes. Button. All right, we'll be right back. Twelve fifty ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's local ESPN. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Pop quiz. What's the most important part of a ship? Don't answer. It's the crow's nest. Know why? Complete visibility. I can see what's on the horizon and my crew pulling the ship together on the deck below. That's how I run this ship. And that's why we use Granger. Granger helps us keep a clear eye on our inventory, saving us time, saving us money, and helping keep everything ship shape. It's always smooth sailing with Granger. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This may sound like a typical high school basketball game being played on a Friday night in New Hampshire. In fact, it's a crash course in cooperation and teamwork. It's a test of dedication, determination, and drive. It's character development in action. 
If you think high school sports are only about competition, think about this. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students who participate in school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. At the same time, playing sports helps teach lessons not covered in the classroom. Lessons like tolerance, respect for the rules, and the importance of supporting your community. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the New Hampshire Interscholastic Athletic Association and the New Hampshire Athletic Directors Association. Tens of thousands of families will fire up their barbecue grills during the next few months, and AMR wants you to be aware that grill fires can ignite instantly, leading to devastating property damage, serious injury, or death. Here are some safety tips. Select grilling locations away from children, pets, and flammable objects. Keep your grill clean by removing excess grease and residue. Keep a fire extinguisher nearby, and never leave a grill unattended. Check out more safety tips at amr.net slash safety. AMR medics are here for you every hour of every day. American Medical Response reminds everyone that it's critical to stay hydrated while working, playing, or exercising. Have fluids readily available. Plan ahead and make sure you drink water throughout the day and night. For most people, water will be sufficient enough to keep you properly hydrated. Listen to your body. When outdoor temperatures and activity levels increase, it's vitally important to listen to your body and take breaks, especially if you start to feel lightheaded, overheated, or develop a headache. These are the warning signs of dehydration. Don't ignore them. Check out more safety tips at amr.net slash safety. AMR Medics are here for you every hour of every day. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. Big Poppy was honored at Fenway Park last night as his number 34 became the 10th number to be retired in Red Sox history. Following the ceremony, the Red Sox played a game against the L.A. Angels. Sandy Leone had three hits, including a home run. He drove in four. Rick Porcello pitched into the seventh, and the Sox walked away with a 9-4 victory. Sox are back at it tonight. David Price on the hill looking for his third win. First pitch from Fenway is at 7:15. The Bruins were in the news this week. On Wednesday, Colin Miller was selected by Las Vegas. In the league's expansion draft that same night, Patrice Bergeron became the second player in NHL history to win his fourth Selkie Award. The NHL draft was last night, and with the 18th pick, the Bruins selected Finnish defenseman Jorho Vakaninen. The Boston that is such a mouthful. The Boston Celtics used the number three pick in the NBA draft on Thursday night to select Duke forward Jason Tatum. Rumors have been circulating since before the draft about a potential trade. Most recent reports speculating that the Celtics and Pacers may have a deal in place that would send Paul George to the seas, but that would depend first on signing Gordon Hayward. Free agency begins on July 1st. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. All right, final few minutes here on the Sports Blast. It is the blast off. Two minutes. Well, three. Two minutes. Uh, really have no idea what to talk about here. I mean, it's literally well, just run uh, out the clock time. So since the last time we were on the air, the uh, announcement came down that McGregor Mayweather was happening. What do you guys think? It's crazy. I'm excited that it's finally happening. I'm, tired I'm not going to pay the money. You won't pay the money. I will pay the money to watch this fight. You will pay the money. Yeah. That's what a, about yourself? That's a lot of money. Probably not. Gigantic egos, though. Like, Huge you, You'll egos. never see this. I like Wouldn't Conor it be McGregor, worth it though. just to see one of them lose? Yeah. 
I know. It better not be like Floyd Mayweather running away the whole time. Like, of that's course what it it's going to be. be. Of course it will be. But McGregor yeah. has the speed to kind of catch yeah. up. It's Does he though? I don't think so. It's but it's just a matter of if he's going to land any punches. And right. I think Mayweather's got smoke. I will pay $100. I will probably gather some friends and try and split it so that I can watch this fight purely for the potential that Conor McGregor lands one solid punch on the jaw of Floyd Mayweather and, and knocks him out. That'd be great. I love that. That is the sole purpose of it, and I fully go in expecting it not to happen. <laughs> right. But if I miss that happen, I will never forgive myself for you, it. You won't miss it. You'll see the highlight. The ticket prices. No, no, but I want to see, see it happen. The ticket prices are insane. Oh, of course they are. Well, like the cheapest are. seat is like five thousand dollars. Well, that's that, like that. to go to it. This I'm is talking a, paper. What's view. crazy is <laughs> it was a hundred bucks. I, no, it's apparently going to be higher than that. It might be one fifty. Think about oh, think whoa, about what whoa. think about one that. One hundred fifty. Oh, think about what that 50% says. Markup, but still, <laughs> think of what that says for the state of boxing. To that watch this, something that, that happens in like is as big as it gets, minutes. and one of the guys has never even boxed before. Yeah, he's a part of MMA. It's insane. UFC. You should have two great boxers. You should have two great boxers going up against each other in the world of boxing, and we can't find two boxers good enough to draw that much attention. (laughs) Right. That's horrible. UFC is a brand of MMA, Brian. It's it's MMA. But anyways, you're going to have an MMA guy versus a (laughs) boxing guy, and they're going to clash heads. I cannot wait. Well, they should go by MMA rules instead of boxing rules. Uh, I would love that. <laughs> Mayweather crazy. would die. Oh, absolutely. Mayweather <laughs> in that he case He actually would, would go into a coma. Here's the deal. McGregor is going to have to get out there and play it like it's an MMA fight for the first four rounds and hope that he lands one. And uh-huh. that's it. You don't stand a chance if it goes the distance already, so you might as well go out there like you have. Use all your energy uh, you, early. McGregor's never had a fight go longer than three rounds, five minutes apiece. That's 15 minutes. Go for it. If you're in the ring for 12 rounds with McGregor, that's what... 42 minutes of 48 minutes of fighting? It better be the best 15 minutes of his life. Ugh. It would have to be. So what's, those what's first, the purse? Those first four rounds, you, you better go out there and just try and land a haymaker. What's the it. purse? I don't know. I, I, I think it's like five, six million dollars on, on the line. Maybe, I mean, it's got to be more. Not even sure. But Mayweather's talking the talk. Let's we'll see if you can walk the walk. All right, Alrighty. we got to get out of here. For Brian Roach, Dave Pollard, and Mark Lazama, she's Sharma. We will catch you next week. Sorry for yelling. I won't. Bye-bye. See ya. Peace. <laughs> Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero.